You're listening to the Cloud Lounge Podcast, a show about business, technology, and all that jazz. Brought to you by Soft Landing, a leading IT service provider in Canada. Let's get started. Here's your host, Zeeshan Randawa. Welcome to the Cloud Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Zeeshan. Being in the consulting world, we are lucky enough not to just talk about technology, but also help deliver and implement it. And one of the goals of this podcast is not to just be all about theory, but also share real experiences. And that's exactly what we'd like to do with you today. Our topic is going to be a story from the field, and we're going to explore the power of data and its transformative impact on business operations. And to do this, I want to dive deep into the fascinating story of Canusa Wood. Canusa Wood is a leading importer of hardwood plywood and panel products in North America. And more specifically, I want to share with you how they have improved their business operations through data analytics. In this digital age, data is often referred to as the new oil, as organizations can really effectively harness its potential and gain a competitive advantage. With stats saying that data-driven companies are 23 times more likely to acquire customers and companies embracing big data could increase operating margins by 60%, It's no surprise that more and more companies like Canusa are gaining a competitive advantage by repurposing and mining their own data. So let's explore the challenges Canusa faced before implementing data analytics and the measurable benefits they achieved. And let's hear it directly from our guest. Our guest today is Jim Bennett. And Jim is the VP Finance and Operations at Canusa Wood and a client with Soft Landing. Welcome to the Cloud Lounge, Jim, and thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Jim, I think it makes sense by starting off by uh, you just telling us a bit about yourself and Canusa Wood. Sure. I'll start with Canusa Wood. Canusa Wood products, we we import plywood and panel products from around the world into North America. We're a relatively small company in terms of staff size. Being an importer, uh, we don't have a lot of overhead, but we're a good size revenue company. We deal with mills around the world, uh, in Southeast Asia, Europe, South America, historically with Russia, not as much anymore mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. And bring that, that those wood products into North America, selling in both Canada and the United States. We have warehouses that we work with. They're contract warehouses throughout Canada in Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto, down the West Coast of the United States and across as we expand uh, into other areas of the United States. I've been involved with Canusa for about seven, eight years now as a VP Finance starting out part-time. And then I went full-time about a year ago, taking over the operations role as well. So we, you know, my, my job is to make sure everybody knows what's going on in the company. Excellent. And that we have enough money to buy inventory. The important part. Absolutely. Yeah. So Jim, maybe if you could let us know what were the, some of the key drivers behind Canusa Wood's decision to actually incorporate data analytics into their kind of day-to-day business operations? Sure. Uh, when I started, we were working on a homegrown inventory management uh, ERP system. And, uh, you know, it was nice. It was flexible. Like we could make it do whatever we wanted it to do. But it was also, it also was sort of riddled with problems. Whenever we tried to do one thing, mm-hmm. it, it broke, we broke other things and so on. So in 2019, we made a decision to go to an ERP system with a company called uh, DMSI. The system is called Agility. It's targeted at businesses like ourselves, uh, building supply distributors. And uh, so it was a good fit for us. So in April of 2019, we went live on that system. 
And then over the course of three years, we developed quite a, we collected quite a bit of data. That system kept track of all of our inventory, all of our sales, all of our purchasing, and and all of our accounting. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we started to look as as ERP systems are. They're they're great at collecting information. They do their job very well, but they're not really great at pulling information out of. There's a lot of data there, but you really had to be a knowledgeable programmer to pull the data out. So we started looking at how how do we go and look at how we're doing? How do we get a better understanding of how our business is going? We have three years of data, but we just don't have a really good way to collect it. About a year ago, we said, you know, we looked at Power BI. We're also on the Microsoft Office platform. Mm -hmm. Power BI was available to us. And we understood that it was a great way to do data analytics to actually extract information from all the data you have. And so we talked to Agility or we talked to DMSI, our our vendor, and they had a product called Pro2SQL. Pro2SQL allows us to convert their database into a SQL database, which then allows us to do pretty elaborate reporting off of the SQL database using Power BI. Got it. And so we thought, hey, this is a solution that we can go ahead with. We didn't have the the complete understanding of how to do it. That's where we ended up uh, talking to you folks, soft landing. Excellent. Excellent. And and just from my own insight, uh, Jim, did you folks start with a bit of a kind of a proof of concept or, or did you go kind of all in once you identified, you know what, we've got this rich data sitting there. Let's try to make some sense of it. I, I guess you could say that there is a tool that comes with our software cyber query that allows us to go in if you have some programming knowledge. Fortunately, my background includes uh, my undergrad's computer science, so I had a little bit of knowledge. A little bit of knowledge can be a dangerous thing, of course. Dangerous enough, exactly. Yeah, but I, I managed to to really get to understand our the data that we had in Agility, and I recognize that it's great. I could do all sorts of interesting things with cyber query, but I was the only one in the company who could do it. Got so, it. you know, as a proof of concept, it was great because I knew I could we could get some very good information out of the data that we collected in Agility. But what I also learned is that it was very much reliant on me. I was the only guy in the yeah. company who could really do it. Power BI was something that we understood would be easy for people to generate very visually rich, very easy to use reports and then easy for our staff to access those reports and to filter and to look at different things. So, you know, I guess we did a proof of concept in terms of how we, what kind of information we could extract. What we did do on faith quite a bit was say, okay, Power BI is the way we're going to do it. And uh, and we just dove in. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. And, and so how did the utilization of data analytics actually enable Canusa Wood to gain valuable insights and make some of those data-driven decisions? Well, as I mentioned before, we, we have about, well, now it's four years of data in the system. So we had quite a rich amount of data. So we, we worked with uh, Soft Landing to come up with a series of reports, starting with sales. Obviously, sales drives everything in most companies. So, But in our case, it's also um, understanding our inventory and inventory levels. We're very much a, an inventory-driven business. What we, what we did working with Soft Landing was develop a few BI reports focused on our sales performance, monthly sales performance, margin performance. We have six or seven salespeople in the company, so we wanted to look at how each salesperson was doing. We also wanted to look at how we were doing on a collective basis, on a monthly basis. We have probably seven or 10 different sort of broad product lines. We wanted to understand how those product lines were doing. 
Mm-hmm. And we have several geographies, Western U.S., across Canada, Eastern Canada, Western Canada, and then at, and moving into the Midwest and east of the U.S. So being able to break down our sales performance, our inventory performance, inventory turnover, those kinds of metrics in each of those sort of different markets is what we did with John at uh, Soft Landing. And, uh, and we developed a, a number of reports, made those reports available to our sales team. And what's really nice about working with a platform like Power BI and SQL is that we could then be iterative. We didn't have to, you know, do a lot of planning and, and get it right the first time. We 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 did what we thought was good enough and we put it out to our salespeople and then we get their feedback. Mm-hmm. We just make changes and and you know make the product better, give them better information. It's uh it's worked very well for us. Excellent. And and so yeah, on that note, kind of what has the organizational uh, kind of cultural actually organizational change been as a result of adopting these data analytics since you've kind of, you know, so to speak, given the power to the folks on, on actually being able to tailor their own reports and so on and so forth. What, what does that kind of cultural shift look like? Yeah, it's an interesting question because uh, our, you know, me being the numbers guy and the technical guy, I kind of assumed if you build it, they will just use it. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah, That's not the case. I, you know, there's cultural norms. There's, you know, people are distracted. People want information. They're asking the questions. But the challenge we have and the cultural challenge is sort of reminding them continually that, hey, we've got this information available now. You just have to go and look at it. Yeah. Historically, because of the nature of our computer systems and, and our data and how we collected it, the reporting that we did to our sales team or to our inventory management group was really push. We, we would create reports and we'd send it to them. And that's kind of a trigger for people. They get the report, then they think about it. Mm-hmm. And with Power BI and with the kind of tools we put in place now, the cultural shift is we've made it available to you anytime in real time. So when you need the information, you can go and get it. But that, that push is gone. So it's an interesting challenge for us now to sort of manage that change because people are still asking us to push the information to them, but we've made it available to them in real time. So, you know, we're, we're kind of we're working on how do we get people to think about just going and getting it when they want it or when they need it, um, as opposed to waiting for the push. Yeah, interesting. You, you haven't just you know introduced a new tool, but you have in fact kind of changed the way people work or their flow of work as well. Yeah, and and I think the the right answer is the word hybrid is is very topical right now because of work and working from home and all those kinds of things. But it's also you know I think really topical in this sense because with uh, information now it's kind of a hybrid model that we I think we need to settle into where we're pushing enough information to remind people that, hey, there's a job where you should be thinking about this, or you should be looking at your sales versus budget performance, or you should be looking at your uh, inventory turnover, or what SKUs are selling and what SKUs are not selling. So we need to push that information to them as a reminder. But then also it's a reminder that, hey, this information is available to you when you need it. So you should be thinking this way and reinforcing that, hey, you can go and grab this information and reinforcing that it's available to you. And what we're learning as we go is that Power BI comes with a lot of tools. There's a, a subscription tool that allows us to push reports to people and customize those reports. There's there's other ways to get people to sort of think about it and to look at it and to get in there and use it. And we've created some dashboards so that people have a, a reason to go and look at something on a daily basis. And those can be reminders as well. So we're working on it. I mean, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. I still have just the other day, I had the sales team asking me to push them a monthly report and it's all information that we have available to them. But I've stopped resisting that and I'm like, okay, well, how can I use that to help remind them that that information is available? Yeah, yeah. 
Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. And, and, you know, Jim, I, I know often with these kind of tools and technologies, it, it's tough to think, calculate things like ROI and, and, and so on, but I'd love to hear from you kind of any measurable benefits or any things that you've experienced or Canusa Wood has experienced through this uh, data analytics initiative. Yeah. Probably the easiest way to do it is to talk about uh, sort of specific examples. It's difficult to quantify yeah. in terms of numbers or, or specific ROI because what am I? ROI requires me to sort of have a what it, what does it mean not to do this in order to say what mm-hmm. did I mm-hmm. gain if I did it? But what I can do is talk about a couple of programs that we put in place using Power BI as a as a tool. We had, throughout the pandemic, uh, we had some exceptional years. Our margins were way up. Our volumes were way up. It just happened to be a good time. People were renovating. They were spending time building kitchens or decks or whatever. That all benefits our business. As the pandemic ended, that slowed down quite a bit. And and our inventory levels started climbing. So we put an initiative in place to say, okay, we've got to address aged inventory. And mm-hmm. in the past, we would produce a dead inventory report and we would talk to the salespeople about it once a month in the sales meeting or once a week in the sales meeting. What we started doing with Power BI is we created a very focused report on specific SKUs in our inventory that were aged. And that report gets sent out to them daily and shows them the, the number of pieces of product that we have in each of the individual warehouses that each of the individual salespeople are responsible for. And uh, and it shows their progress relative to a target. So they get that report daily. They can go and check that report. They can also go in and drill down and see the specific SKUs. They can see specific costs associated with mm-hmm. those SKUs. So if they're talking to a customer, they can drill down and they can talk pricing and they can talk volume and they can talk when the product or how they can make the product available to the customer. So, you know, all of these are things we could have done in the past with our dead inventory report, but it wasn't real time. It wasn't current. They couldn't see their progress on a real time basis. And I think this has been very effective for us. Uh, Over the course of a couple of months, we've reduced our aged inventory quite dramatically. We're actually getting towards our targets and getting that back to a level that we're more comfortable with. So it's wow, it's actually amazing. been very successful. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing to hear these real life examples which, you know, have direct impact on things like sales and 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 uh, the business in general. So that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't mention it in the conversation and I'm, you know, honestly not sure how the sales guys are using this yet, but these, all these reports are available on their phone as well. You know, Power BI, you can make it available on a mobile device. So if they're actually out talking to a customer, they can pull the same information up. They can look at what they have available and what it, what the pricing should be on it. They never had that capability before. They, They could always plug their laptop in, I guess, at a customer site and show them things on our ERP system, but it's not the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jim, just in closing here, I'd love to hear or or get your thoughts on just how the implementation of this kind of data analytics ecosystem has positioned Canusa Wood for kind of future growth and innovation. Um, Any lessons learned that you might kind of want to instill on us as you uh, part ways here? Yeah, I think for us, it was a bit of a, a leap of faith. You sort of asked the question at the beginning, you know, what sort of proof of concept did we do? It's, it's kind of hard to do. I mean, it makes a lot of sense that the more information you have, the better decisions you're going to make, the better decisions you're going to make, the better your company is going to perform. 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, the example I just gave shows how that's that's manifesting now for us. But we had to make the leap of faith and go ahead and say, yeah, it's worth making the investment. The implementation's not straightforward, or it wasn't in our case. There were tools in place, but it took a lot of time and it took a pretty good financial investment. So it is a bit of a leap of faith. But I I would suggest to you know any business out there that it's totally worth it. We're going to use this tool now to to evaluate our performance relative to budget, to evaluate our our inventory levels and keep those at, at as tight as possible so that you know we're not using more cash than we need to use and we keep our margins up. We're going to see benefit in all that. It's a little bit difficult to quantify, but we know it's there. You know, I, <laughs> I'm sure this isn't meant to be a plug, but uh, but I have to say that working with a partner like Soft Landing makes all the difference in the world as well. Um, because um, you guys know, and, and, and anybody in your business, I, I would assume, knows sort of how to make this work. And we're the business people, and then we can benefit from that. So, you know, don't try and do it your, all by yourself either. Work with the right partners. Excellent. Appreciate that. Well, Jim, thank you so much for being so transparent and spending the time with us today and, and giving your perspective. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I've enjoyed it. Canusa would recognize that they were sitting on a wealth of their own data, and there was an immense opportunity to embark on a data analytics journey that would reshape its entire business landscape. They discovered answers to questions they didn't even know to ask. I suggest taking a look inward at your own organization and start to imagine all the possibilities and unexplored caves of data and opportunities that are waiting for you. I hope you found this episode inspiring and informative. Until next time, this has been the Cloud Lounge Podcast. Take care.